What's up, guys? Felix and Timon here of Getting Sixes. We have an incredible episode for you today. We have managed to secure an interview with the one, the only, Daily Blind. Thank you so much for coming in. Of course, yesterday, an incredible performance in the IX PSV game, probably the most important game of the season. Timon was actually at the game, and uh, he was so moved by what he saw, he decided to write a poem. And uh, before we start the interview, he's going to read that out for you guys real quick. So Daily, really thank you for coming here. Um, of course, I was so impressed by how you played and... Uh, so because of it, I made a I made a quick poem actually to uh, to show my appreciation for you coming here and to show my love for both Ajax and um, and the way you've been playing recently. So um, here it goes. We're no strangers to love. You know the rules, and so do I. A full commitment's what I'm thinking of. You wouldn't get this from any other guy. I just want to tell you how I'm feeling. Gotta make you understand. Come on, guys. We're not the Telegraph. Not we yet. don't have none of that. Maybe in 10 years when we're, you know, bigger than NOS, but not right now. But yeah, today's April. is going to buy NOS. Mate, they're going to buy, they're going to buy Belgium. <laughs> Reunite the old countries. <laughs> But yeah, today's April Fools. We thought we'd do a little special for you guys. We chose Daily Blink because we thought, you know what? Duzan Tadic, it's not very believable. He's too much of a superstar. Maybe Timon has some connections to Daily Blink because he's an Ajax boy. But yeah, you know, we, we all hope that you were, you really got your hopes up there and thought you were going to hear something from Daily Blind. But nah. <laughs> but yeah, we also thought that, um, we'd quick give you a quick rundown of some of the best pranks of all time. And we don't actually have anything planned for today. So we're actually just going to list off some pranks and then we're going to play the rest of the Rick Astley song for 20 minutes on repeat to make this look like it's a real feature-length podcast. So in 1978, um, residents of Sydney, Australia, awoke to find a giant iceberg floating in Sydney Harbour. Days before the prank, electronics entrepreneur Dick Smith, that's a great name, man, Dick Smith. It's like a like a blacksmith. But I'm a I'm a Dick Smith. I make I make dildos. <laughs> no, your humor never never seems to age. I'm a I'm a Dick Smith, yeah, pro Dick Smith. <laughs> um Dick Smith announced that an iceberg he had told from Antarctica would be arriving in Sydney the following week. To give the exact date he felt would be a tip off. Oh, that's clever. And sure enough, there it was. The public was agog at the spectacle. The Australian Navy even called Smith to ask if he needed help mooring his iceberg. Until a rainstorm revealed the iceberg for what it truly was. A barge covered in sheets of white plastic and firefighting foam. That's amazing, man. Shout out to Dick Smith, man. Dick Smith did a, did a number Shout on. out to Dick Smith. Okay, so in 1996, Taco Bell, which for those of you who don't know, their whole logo is a bell taco bell tried to take corporate sponsorship to a whole new level by buying a bit of history on april 1st the fast food chain took out full page ads 
in six of the country's biggest newspapers, including the New York Times, the Washington Post, and the Philadelphia Inquirer, announced that in an effort to help the national debt, it had purchased the Liberty Bell. According to the bulletin, the Liberty Bell would remain available to the public, but would split its time between Philadelphia and Taco Bell's headquarters in Fresno, California. (laughs) (laughs) Distressed calls, including two from U.S. Senators to the National Park Service and Taco Bell headquarters, prompted Taco Bell to issue a second, this time real, press release revealing the hoax and pledging to donate $50,000 to the Liberty Bell's upkeep. <laughs> Man, these are such great pranks. Imagine being like in the fucking head of a company. Well, that's what, <laughs> that's what we're doing here. And just being like, yeah, we're just going to prank the fuck out of people. It's a tricky thing to do as well because you, you do want to make a joke, but you don't want to damage your own image and stuff. You don't want to do something too crazy, right? Yeah. And it needs to fit into what you do as well to make it kind of believable. Although you do also have quite a lot of them who are just obvious pranks, but it's just just a marketing thing as well. Yeah. Almost every company does it, you know. Since we're a real company, we felt like we had to do it. Exactly, you know. <coughs> Another great one. It was in 1992, National Public Radio's Talk of the Nation reported that Richard Nixon was going to run again for president. And they played a clip of him from 1974 saying, I never did anything wrong and I won't do it again. And then thousands of people called in going fucking crazy. And then they'd like in the next bit after the ad break, they were like, nah, just kidding. Because Nixon, of course, with the Watergate scandal. Oh, yeah. Just left. Arguably the most evil man who's ever been president. But he he makes a- Trump look like, a, looks like, look like a nice guy. He had a very cute dog. Did he? Checkers. Man. He talks about him in his speech. There's been a big history of famous presidential dogs. I've told you about FDR's dog, right? Fala. I would say the Nixon one was more famous. Nixon one was Maybe very more, famous. Man. I don't know, man. Fala used to have him, like, at press conferences and stuff. Yeah. Same as Nixon. I think Nixon started it. Nah, man. Fala, Fala yeah. was FDR. That was in the 40s. Oh, fair enough. I don't know. I'm no historian. Anyway, guys, we hope know. you've enjoyed this uh, interview with Daily Blind. Thank you so much for coming to the studio daily. Yeah, I'm on no worries, man. They're like, yeah, 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 Laker. I act super yo, then yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll be doing a series of um interviews with Ajax players. If you know any Ajax players, <laughs> put them in contact with us because uh, we'd love to make this a regular thing. Uh, yeah, thank you guys very much for listening. Thank you, Daily. Dot scenes.
Benches. Benches, baby. Benches. How are we doing today, ladies and gents? We are back today for another very special episode. Today is aside from our regular programming, we have in our studio today a special guest, one of the foremost experts on benches this side of the Mississippi, Mr. Lex Schmidt. Would you care to introduce yourself? Hello, guys. I'm uh, I'm Lex Schmidt. I'm from Brussels. Uh, I've started living here in Amsterdam for uh, l- last year, actually. And I've been very interested in benches since I was very young, actually, since I was five. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been trying to get a PhD in benches right now. Really? So, yeah. yeah. How's that going? Uh, I'm um, I'm actually teaching benches right now because mm-hmm. I'm doing my PhD. At the, I'm, at I'm the actually Uva, at the UVA as well. At the UVA, yeah. I did actually see an elective recently, which you can take in January. Exactly. All yeah. about benches, the history of benches. There's a small part of it is about carpentry, obviously, because most mm-hmm. benches are made out of wood. Carpentry is very important. Nowadays, yeah. there's a big a big sect of benches are becoming more metal, which I I don't really enjoy metal benches, man. You know what? I, I, for the wooden ones. I think some of the best benches can actually be when you combine the metal with the wood and form a curved structure because the metal, like you can't have all metal, obviously it's too mechanical, mm-hmm. it's too kind of sterile. But yeah, yeah um, me and Lex actually met last year through a friend of mine, Sasha. We actually met on a bench, which is yeah. very special. There was kind of there we realized that we shared this deep passion for benches and what they stand for society and how they kind of provide a space for people who can't necessarily afford to go to the pub, who can't afford to go to a cafe. It provides a space out in the open for the community to come and gather and people to have intimate conversations in nice get spaces, some cans, get some cans, get the lads, get the wife, get the boy, whatever. And also you're out in the open, so you can do whatever you want. There's no rules, you know, you can have a cigarette, you can have a joint. All Don't have to pay two fifty for a beer. Mm-hmm. That's a crime. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, recently we are kind of, our love for benches became intensified even more because about three weeks ago, Definitely. we were at Criterion and we realized that, uh, me, Lex, and Timon, we were all quite poor at that moment in time. And mm. we didn't want to spend three hours in Criterion paying 250 or sorry, two euros for a beer every time we want one. So we just got out behind and then we thought, okay, let's walk around, find a nice bench. 8.6. Yeah, the extremes. True hobo poison. Yeah. And we're walking from Criterion towards Reuters and we're looking, we're, you know, scouting for benches. Love it first sight, babies. Love it first sight. Would you care to introduce Benny? Benny, well, Benny was a very important bench for us. It was basically the first bench, actually. It was our first love. Yeah. It's, it was love um, at first sit, as they say. Definitely. <laughs> love at first sit. That, that, that's what it definitely was. Yeah. Um, what made Benny so special? Well, it's not really a city bench, actually. No, it's, it's not it's, provided it's a by a private bench. But it has this all small little details that makes it actually so good. Mm. It's, as you can see, it's clearly a bench that's had a lot of love put into it. There was a recent coat of paint, I believe. And it's just the little things about it. I don't know. Maybe it's because we had such a good time on these ben- on this bench when we've been sitting on it. Mm-hmm. But there's also a ledge above it, which is very nice. Anyway, we'll talk about Benny later. We want to discuss more about how we decided to embark upon this journey and why we really want to provide some information about Amsterdam's best benches to you, the people, so that you can share in our love for benches and not have to indulge in ridiculous capitalism in the pubs and all this. I love pubs as well, but you know, benches are really, I think, an underappreciated part of our society. Very today. underrated, very underrated. Mm. It was actually two days ago, me and Lex were sitting on another bench as it happens. And we started realizing that we've been sitting on benches a lot recently. And we that we needed to actually document all of this love that we have. And we started making a list. And it was originally just going to be a, quite a short list with an analysis of various different criteria 
that constitute a good bench. But it quickly got out of hand and we were sitting there for like, what, like two hours, I think? I think so, yeah. Yeah, something well, like that. Maybe even longer, I don't maybe know. Maybe longer and it was just... Time flew by talking about benches. Ah, it was lovely, man. Yeah. And we really got deep into this and yeah, it was actually, this is another bench that um, has a special place for us. It was opposite the Nemo, kind of on the water, on the eye. Uh, yeah, and this was a very nice one. It scored very highly on Great our Great views, especially. Great views. This Great is another view. thing. We really, we started to deconstruct what makes a good bench. Because, you know, mm -hmm. most people, they go and sit on a bench and they're just like, okay, this is a good bench. This is a bad bench. la di da di da This is a comfortable bench, whatever. Nah, Not we weren't happy with about. that. No. We wanted to go in depth and we wanted to see what kind of things make, make up a good bench. I'll, uh, I'll give some of the points that makes a good bench. So definitely, first of all, it's location. Mm -hmm. Then we have the view. Then comfortability, seclusion, and pissability, of course, because... Um, what does pissability mean, Lex? Well, um, pissability. Pissability, <laughs> let me look it up real quick. Pissability index, takes yeah. into account the proximity, safety, and eco-friendliness of sufficient piss facilities. Yeah. So that basically means when, you, when, you're, when you're sitting on a bench and you're drinking in your cans, you need to be able to go somewhere the, to take a leak, which is going to be, you know, firstly nice, firstly close. Yeah. And also you don't have to worry about police because that's a big deal yeah, nowadays. You know, the, the, the popo, they're trying to... And people that live there close by, they can also start shouting at you. If yeah, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. If you in their bush or something. You know? And then we also have 420 friendliness as one Definitely. of our metrics for benches. Yeah. That takes into account how easy it is to smoke a joint mm -hmm. on these benches. So for that, it's kind of more about, it's mostly concerned with neighbors and also how close you are to a coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's what makes Benny very special as well. Exactly. Benny is... The, the, the balloonature right next to it. Yeah, like so. not even a minute walk away. No. And that's a madness. Yeah. Mm. But we really kind of believe that this is our duty now. Um, because people that, that make benches don't sit on benches. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the bottom line. And when we say location for these ratings, we mean the location as a whole including how central and convenient it is and how nice the spot is. So it's not just about how central it is. Mm -hmm. It's about the whole vibe of the area, you know, the whole, the kind of people that frequent it, that sort of thing. If you're in a park, for example, mm -hmm. or if you're just right next to the street. Yeah, exactly. But I think Benny is probably our favorite bench. I would highly recommend going and checking out this bench. Definitely. It's just opposite Ruther's. You probably know where it is. You've, 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 probably, you've probably seen it, but never probably, noticed it. Oh my God, you probably walked right past her and not even realize what a great spot it is. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah, it is lovely. Love it for a sit, definitely. Mm. Um, another one that we really learned to love recently was uh, the one the one of the clock tower. If you're just a bit in East, past Newmarket, walking out. Um, this one we rated an 8.5 location, which is quite high, but I think it was justified, don't you? Yeah, I, I don't know about your giving points, but you, you, you really like to give high points. Well, oh man, we had a big debate about this the other night. Yeah, like, I know. It's not really. We decided that we weren't going to rate shit benches, you know? That's We're not true, interested in true. giving out fives yeah. and fours and threes because all the shit benches are just in the city center. Yeah. We're not interested in them, mm -hmm. you know? Because a lot of the benches, benches. That, especially when you're walking around and you need to sit down somewhere and chill out, if you're in the city around a canal, there's always fucking tourists sitting on yeah. it, you know? You have to often walk past three perfectly good benches just to find one that's free. Mm -hmm. So these ones we've listed off today, these are some of the best in the city in terms of how secluded they are and how people don't really know about these spots. Uh, another one of our favorite spots, which goes out to Timon. He showed us this one. 
we decided to name it Trailer Park. And it's just off Vatuloop line, this one. And yeah, it's 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 a nice one, isn't it? Man? Yeah, it's it's, it's it's just this little private park where you have a few benches. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know what street you're on, but it's on the way to the to the Amstel. Yeah, it's on. Um, and then you just have this little little passage on your left side, and then you just go through that, and you get into this little private park. It's on Valkenburgerstraat. So if you're yeah, going yeah. from Reuters towards Newmarkt and Vatuloop line, instead of going towards Newmarkt, you just turn right and head towards the I Tunnel. And it's on your left. It's actually very hard to find the yeah. spot, which is which is what makes it so special. It's kind of a residential area. There's always kids playing about, which means it scores it scores quite low on the pissability rating because yeah. you don't want to be pissing around kids. That's actually a crime. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's another great one. We've been there a lot recently. Mm. What else? Um, any more benches? Yeah, mate. We have Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Why Seclusion. Is it, why, 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 not that nice. Why is it called Thanksgiving? Because uh, <laughs> we sat there when um, th- on Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly before we went to have a dinner. This one's a very good dinner. one for like a chat in it. Yeah, it's it's not a great place to stay there for really long. Mm-hmm. It's just for a quick meet up and then maybe move on to another bench. Yeah, and of course you have the uh, Albert Hein really close. So oh, you do yes, and there's a coffee meet... shop right next door as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you meet at the bench, you get your cans, and then you can move on to another bench basically. Or you go to a motive or someone's house or whatever, you know, it's exactly. very, very versatile. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the great thing about a bench is you're not committed to it, you know? Exactly. You just go there, you can sit down for a bit, have a fag, have a beer, exactly. have a coffee, whatever you want, you know? It's your you, decision. You can it's do your everything bench. at benches. That's all In thing. that moment, man, you own that bench. When yeah, you're in a pub, when you're in a pub or a cafe, they own you. Mm-hmm. When you're on a bench. And if you're in a pub where you can't smoke, you sit at your table, you want to go outside for a smoke, there's a possibility that your your um your table is going to be taken exactly but with or benches your stuff might get stolen isn't it exactly with benches you probably stay there all the time you're probably already outside so it's basically perfect benches yeah especially during the summer of course when it's really warm and nice outside mm. but the thanksgiving one is basically on that same street we we're talking about if you're going from Reuters towards Newmarket yeah um it's just past the Waterloo line theater school or something yeah it's right next to there if you're but if you're biking, you have Albert Hein and the Hamer on your right, and like that kind of shopping arcade. Yeah. And then there's a little clearing where there's that old, really old pub on the water, and you have a little canal going through. The benches are really nicely made. Yeah, they 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 have this really nice curve in it. It's not just two wooden planks, basically. Mm-hmm. It's made out of maybe fifty small thin planks, and it goes in a curve goes up and then it goes into another curve to the bench on the other side. Yeah. Which is, it's, it's, it looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. And I bet it also sits really nice. I mean, we have sat there before and it does sit nice. But yeah. this is before we kind of started to go, before exactly, you started before doing started PhD thinking, studies and everything. Mm-hmm. like Thinking about benches. Mm, yeah. In such a, such a detailed way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, this one is also, the one at Thanksgiving is not very good for seclusion. Seclusion no, is a big not. part of why I love benches at least, because I think it's a special thing where you can, especially if you're with a girl or you're with one of your boys and you want to have like a, a deep chat and you can just go to this bench and you know that you're not going to be disturbed. You're not going to bump into anyone. You don't have to worry about anything. It's just you and the other person on this bench. So seclusion is kind of, it's also concerned with what sort of people frequent it. Because you can have benches which are like kind of busy as well. 
but the mm-hmm. kind of people you get around it are cool. You get locals, you yeah, get yeah, yeah. nice people. But at Thanksgiving, it's basically only tourists. It's very touristy, especially yeah. during the day. Mm-hmm. We also made a separation between day racing and night racing yeah. because it's a, it's a whole different ball game. That's a whole different exactly. kettle of fish, you know. Um, yeah, but for Thanksgiving overall, we gave it a 7.5. Mm. A nine for the view. The view is mad. Then. That's oh my god! You get the whole the old cafe, the yeah. whole the old cafe. You get the little canal, mm-hmm. the whole of the eye. Little boats passing by. Nemo in the Amazing. distance. Yeah, it's mad. Um, we also want to talk about the dolly benches. I don't know if any of you are familiar with the benches outside Dolly, but these really have a special place in my heart because in when I was the first year, we would always go to Dolly, like you know, every other week or something, and on a Wednesday, Tuesday. We come out at 4 a.m., pretty leathered, and we want to smoke a joint, end the night on a nice note, and we just go to these benches, and it was always hilarious. They were the kind of ones that are Thanksgiving as well with the curved metal structure mm-hmm. thing. Very long, very, you know, it's, it, that's the kind of community thing I was talking about. When you go to these ones, there's a lot of fucked up crackheads who come yeah. and chat to you. Yeah. But that's kind of funny as well, if, as long as it's the right kind of guy. You're probably drunk, so yeah, gets a lot more fun, I guess. Mm. And it's just, it just, you just start creasing non-stop. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah. And, uh, but overall, we have to praise Benny re- really so much. Definitely. And we gave Benny overall a nine. Nine? We gave it a nine, man. No, 9.5? No, don't keep Sure it. about uh, that? No, 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 no. The, the seclusion isn't good enough. During the, during the day, it's very busy there. You yeah, can't okay, really have your privacy here. You can't, you can't drink cans at Benny. Oh, well, you can, of course. Of course, you can. It's you can do whatever possible, you want, but it's but... not. You, I, I'd rather go trailer park in that. For that's the, true, exactly. Because you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. you're there and you see all the students who are actually studying, and it makes you feel kind of bad mm-hmm. that you're there being an alcoholic yeah. on a Tuesday. You know, well, yeah. it's a tricky one. But yeah, we also had an idea to do an app for yeah. this to really go go all in with the bench rating and market it to tourists as well, and try and spread our knowledge and our love. But then I looked on the on the app store yesterday <laughs> and there's actually already an app for it. So yeah, fuck those guys. They don't they don't care about the different criteria for benches. It was just pictures mm-hmm. and we know, will definitely make a better uh, Yeah, we're gonna app. we're gonna take them out of market. That's the exactly. bottom line. But yeah, that's our take on benches. It. We yeah. really just wanted to give you guys a comprehensive analysis of what we think about them recently and what we've been saying and yeah, we hope you've enjoyed. Benches are live, babies. Benches are love. Uh, I've been Felix. I've been Lex. In a bit. In a bit. Peace.